So, hello guys, what's up? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Love Aladdiones. We are incredibly happy to have you here on another weekend. Thank you for all the support that you had provided us. And of course, um, we need to say hi to the other person that is on the other side of the planet, listening to my voice and of course, recording this podcast. Sam, how are you? Hello, everyone. I'm fine, my love. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Very chill. Everything's quiet currently. Let's just hope that everything stays the same. Yeah, let's hope with your with the constructions behind your house everything stays quiet while we record a podcast, but we'll see. We'll see, because it's been happening already for more than a month, but let's just wait, everything still is the same. Um Also, well, now passing a bit to the topic, uh, we are happy to tell you that today's topic is going to be very interesting and that actually today, Sam is going to be the one who's going to talk the most part of the time. And that's because today's topic is called My Couple is Latin. And of course, what a better person to explain us that than the European one. Babe, can you explain us a bit in a general way, please? Yes, so um, today's topic is um, very exciting. I like those type of topics and things like that. So the mainly what we're going to talk about is the cultural differences between Latins and Europeans and the one I noticed as a European, you know, um, and also like to talk a bit from our personal experiences and things like that. Um, we're gonna try to focus mostly on Latin or in our case on Mexicans um, because of Europe about Europeans we're gonna talk actually next week that like it's gonna be a similar topic so the differences like that Felipe noticed between Mexicans and Europeans so from his point of view. Exactly. So we just need to make that clear because I mean yes today's topics about Latins. And that's because, um, I mean, most part of the countries that we are Latin Americans, we have a couple of things in common. We are not strictly the same because, of course, we have different, uh, um, I don't know, like different cultures. I mean, a couple of things must be almost the same. But, of course, we every single country of Latin America has its own um, typical things. So we're just going to focus more on Mexicans because, of course, I'm Mexican. And yes. we're just going to discuss about like the general um, differences Sam noticed when she met me, when she started coming to Mexico and basically like the first cultural shocks that she started having. And that's why we're going to pass to the obvious differences between Mexicans and Europeans. So now I'm going to ask you, babe, please, if, can, if you can explain us. What were like the main difference you found? Let's say you landed in Mexico and then the cultural shock started because it was also the first time you went out of Europe. So what can you tell us about that? Yes. Okay. The first time I, it was the first time I went out of Europe and also I come from a very, very small country in Europe. Slovenia is very small. And for me, everything here is small, tiny. And for me, if I go to London, Paris, Berlin, that are bigger cities, it's big for me. But when I landed in Mexico, it was like, oh my God, it's you. Everything's big, huge, you know. Um, but the first thing was like, what can I say? 
like literally walking out of airport, everyone was loud already outside, a lot of honking, traffic was horrible, um, streets are sadly not as good as in Europe, but that was like the first cultural shock I got, you know, but yeah, moving on to like more to people and not like Mexico's country, the, the first thing I noticed also, I already noticed that before in exchange because, of course, I had six Mexicans in my exchange. And the first thing I noticed was I like, <laughs> <laughs> they are late. They're late to everything. Yes. And yeah, um, I know, yeah. sadly. <laughs> Sadly. Um, and then the second thing I um, noticed is like that they're very, very, very warm culture, meaning like they they like to hug people. They give keys, you know, when they meet someone for the first time or just saying hello to their friends or people they know. And they're very touchy, you know, and Europeans were not like that. And that was something it's still something I have to actually deal with. Because I, as a person, I like my personal space. And also, as a European, I like my personal space. So, yeah. And another difference or, like, a culture shock that I got was when I when I went to your house. Of course, not the first day because, like, on the day that I landed the first time, Mexico was late anyways, you know. But, like, let's say the second day when we had, like, dinner especially like dinner time Mexicans have their dinner super super late and for me that was like what why do you eat your dinner so late you know but you know with time I got used to it and now it's like more or less fine for me although I would prefer of course to have my dinner in my normal European time but yeah I'm I'm adapting well yeah of course like and actually um, some that thing that you say, like the difference about Mexico. I mean, Mexico as a country, well, of course they're obvious because the thing is, like, you're coming from a continent that most part of countries are from first world, you know, like first world countries. And of course, Mexico is not a first world country, and we have a lot of um, problems with that. Like, it has to be with uh, corruption, the lack of infrastructure, and stuff like that, you know? But, I mean, that's the thing, like, some that could be something economical and political. And we can change it. Most part of Latin countries, they, they have some lack on something. That's why we are, like, Latin America, because most part of Latin American countries, we are more or less the same on that. But about the difference, about, like, culture, yes, I know, like, we tend to be very warm, as we explained already on the episode of dealing with social circles. Also, uh, we are very loud. We scream. And there are even families, for example, like mine, that when they're speaking, it's like if they were screaming. But I think like that's something that you are more or less used to because I know your family also screams when they speak. Yes, that's what I was that's what I was gonna say. My family's loud, we're loud, you know. Um although I think your family's a bit more louder than mine, but imagine for someone that their family is not that loud and they're not used to it. And then they come to, let's say, to, to a Mexican family or they, they meet Mexicans and you guys are super loud and the person is like, oh, what's going no, on? You I know, know. <laughs> they get but scared. Also, I think it has to be with the language. There are some languages that are louder than other ones. For example, you remember in France, 
French is a quiet language, and when when you're, I mean, you know, because yes. I speak it. Whenever I speak French, even though I'm Mexican, my native language is Spanish, and I'm super loud most part of the times. Whenever I start speaking French, it changes because, of course, I know that the language is slow. But I, I think like maybe that's why you say it because also I know that Spanish is very loud and mainly Mexican accent. Mexican accent is very yeah, loud. Yeah, could be. Could be with the language. Now that you say when, whenever, I mean, when I was in France, I noticed that French people were, people were quiet, not quiet, but they were like, they weren't as loud, you know? And also when you speak French, your, your tone of the voice changes and yeah, could be with the language actually. I agree. Those are like a couple of cultural things I will say, but it's okay. I mean... Those are normal and we're going to find them everywhere. But of course, what people is asking us to talk about is about like mainly about Mexican culture and how traditional can be. And you know that. Very traditional. And I say that coming from my family, coming from Bosnia, that's another country in Europe, that they're also very traditional there. But oh my god, so that was very surprising to me. And actually, like before me, before I came, Felipe had to like sit down with me. I mean, of course, on FaceTime, but explain to me that Mexicans tend to be very traditional and they're not that open-minded as Europeans are. And then I should like, you know, how to say, not like behave in the right way, but not to I don't know how to explain that. It's so hard to explain. No, it's not like I told you one day, oh, baby, um, you don't need to to do this or you need to behave like this because if not, you're going to get in problems. No, I told you that maybe you needed to be also open-minded with the things that you were going to find here. Because, of course, I knew that it was going to be a cultural shock for you. And the thing is, like, a lot of people is very traditional. And if I have to mention something about the Mexican is that the Mexican in general, in general, because, of course, not not everyone. I mean, they're mainly like the new generations. They're changing the way of thinking. But for, like, the traditional Mexican and everything, um, they don't really accept a lot change. They like the way it is and they like to continue with traditions from family for, you know, what they learned when they were children. And that's what I, I needed to tell you. Okay, you are going to find a, a whole different way of thinking here in Mexico. And also you need to be open-minded for that. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's not a problem. I wouldn't even call it a problem. But at the same time, I will call it a problem. Because the thing is like, because... You know, like, we always have these discussions about why Mexico never advances. has the opportunity, yeah, yeah, never advances, or why Mexico is not a first world country. And I will say that I think is the way of thinking of the Mexican, because the, the way of thinking, for example, if something arrives to Mexico that is new, a like a typical Mexican even will get scared, and the typical Mexican will tell you, oh, no, that's not good, when they don't even try it. You know, like when they, were, they yeah. don't even have tried or they don't even give it the opportunity to that thing or that person to develop or do something else, they will even get scared. That's what I needed to tell you. Okay, this is a way of thinking you're going to find here. Um, 
we are going to work on that, but you also need to accept and you need to be open-minded. And of course, you need to um, keep a bit from your part or people that's going to behave completely like you, like Europeans, but you need to accept. No, definitely not. And I mean, yes, that's what I was going to say, that you you talked to me first before I came and explain me that, and that was the word I was looking for. It's just like my English today, very messy. Um, that was the word I was looking for, that you needed like to tell me to be more open-minded with the way of thinking I'm going to find in Europe, not in Europe, in Mexico. And it's still hard today that I've been to Mexico like a couple of times, and I probably am never going to understand Mexican way of thinking but I'm trying to adapt to the culture you know because I think that's the the biggest cultural shock for me is like that Mexicans think different to Europeans they're more traditional and they're not as open-minded and you explain like a typical Mexican would like get scared of a new thing that arrives to Mexico you know and those things but like I'm never gonna probably never gonna get used to that but yeah, I'm trying to adapt. I'm trying to, I, let's say, see a bigger picture and not expect Mexicans to like think like Europeans or forget about their tradition, culture, because they're like that. I can change someone's way of thinking. It's just like I can, I always, it's just like I always go with the flow and that's it. I mean, I, I mean, I say my opinion I express my opinion, of course, in a in a nice way, but like I just let them be. I go with the flow, and that's my my way of like adapting to the Mexican culture without getting into like any conflict with someone because I think in a certain way, and they think on on a, on the other way, you know, on a certain way. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. No, and actually, um, I think that that's one of the coolest things that we have in our relationship, because we can clearly see the differences between our cultures, and I think at the end of the day, that's what keeps us, keeps us more interested in being with the other, because we are, like, not a typical couple literally we're learning from each other's cultures and that's actually one of the most amazing things i can find on this relationship so i mean that's the thing not seeing the difference of culture as a problem but as an advantage literally like seeing that you're gonna have the opportunity of learning about the other and that mainly you're gonna open your mind which is something very important because not not being like inside yourself thinking um, oh, this is the way it has to be done because everyone behaves like this. I have to behave like this. No, I mean, get out no, of there. You if you to. if you think different, then think different, then behave different. It's okay to be different. Literally, behaving like everyone else does or like behaving like everyone expects you to behave, it's not okay. Of course, like there must be a limit, you know, like what's wrong, what's good, what's the right thing to do. But it's okay to be different and it's okay if, I mean, of course, people is going to judge you. I mean, people literally are going to judge you the whole time. You're going to be judged. But that's everywhere. That no matter where you are, like you, you can find people that are going to judge you. If you're like Mexico, you're Canada, Europe, in China, doesn't matter where, because 
people, I mean, we are like that, you know, we tend to judge other people, some of us less, some, some people more, and it's like that. But as Felipe said, yes, being different, it's okay. Thinking in a different way, it's okay. It's very welcoming because with that, like, yes, you open your mind and you actually, I guess, I mean, yes, you learn about our cultures and you're gonna, it's going to be very, very useful for like later in your life. And then you find ways that, you know, or how am I, let me express myself differently. Like that you, let's say someone tells you, oh, this thing has to be done like that. Oh no, but it doesn't have to be. There is other ways because you open your mind to like, other way of thinking you know and that's very that's very good yeah that's something good and helpful for yourself and also passing to another topic and here's where you're gonna help us a lot is the difference i think actually we can link these two topics together because these two topics are related and that's on one side okay going on trips alone as a couple and dealing with parents because of course your parents think on a different way oh than my, my God, parents. Yes. And I think here's where we're going to talk about these two topics at the same time. Okay, let me just first say, yeah, we mentioned plenty of time today, plenty of times today that Mexicans are traditional. Europeans are not. However, there are still some that are very religious, of course, tend to be traditional. But here we go. Difference between... You, as you can imagine, between Mexican parents and European parents is like, they're chill. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, they're chill, everything is fine. Whereas with Mexican parents, some, some parents tend to be like very traditional and they don't allow like their child to go alone on the trips with their boyfriend, girlfriend, you know? And, um, the only opportunity these two people get, let's say, to go on a trip is with their families, of course. But some other parents, they're a bit more more chill, like Felipe's parents, thanks God. But that's because, of course, <laughs> but that's because he, before I came the first time, he talked with them, he explained them our way of thinking that I'm different and I'm not like Mexicans because obviously I'm not and... Yeah, I guess that helped a lot and they opened their mind, which I'm very thankful for that. And yeah, they let us go on trips together alone, which was nice. Yeah, it was very nice. But exactly. I mean, of course, like parents in Mexico, they have things in common, but also their parents that are even more traditional. I mean, thanks God my parents are not like that. And my parents... I'm very, actually, I'm very grateful to them. And I know they're listening to this podcast because they support us (laughs) a lot. So cute. They, I talked to them before Sam came the first time and I told them. Well, also, the thing is, like, they had a bit of um, an idea of how everything used to be. Because, of course, I used to tell them when I was in France. But I told them that there was, like, a, a difference on the way, on the way of thinking between Europeans and and Mexicans and of course I told them that for Europeans they I mean it was they used to give bit more permission of course mainly because of security the thing is like I think like here is where enters the insecurity in Mexico because the thing is like 
usually Mexican parents are yes very um, they take a lot of care of children and that's mainly because the insecurity and when they get older I mean when children get older they continue being more or less the same but with different things so I needed to talk to them and I need to tell them that of course I wanted to travel with Sam that our trips of course we wanted to do them alone and of course I needed to explain them that The, this relationship was going to be based on confidence and everything. And of course, they needed to trust me and they needed to trust Sam. And of course, I told them that she was a really good girl and everything. But it was something very important I needed to do with my parents. I needed to talk to them. But still, at the beginning, like I remember like the first time we traveled that we went to Guanajuato. <laughs> um, it was oh, quite yes. interesting explaining them because I was like, okay, so we're planning to go on our very first trip to, to Guanajuato and alone. And And of course, at the beginning, they were like, but you're you alone. Like, <laughs> literally, it was very funny. And I needed to explain, like, come on, guys, nothing happens. Trust us and everything. And mainly, I think, like, the key for this is making them see that you are old enough to take your own decisions and that you know what you are doing. Of course, at the end of the story, they're going to know more than you and they they know You know, the end of the story that the ones that they have more experience with lots of things are them. But the thing is, like, you need to prove them that you are mature enough to handle it by yourself and to say, hey, trust me, it's going to be just a trip and everything. And at the beginning, actually, we went to Guanajuato. We had a really nice time. Actually, we can leave that trip for another story time. But I love um, the trip. Yeah, we love the trip. But um, it was very interesting. And actually, after that, we went even to the beach, the four of us. And it was very nice. Yeah. And I think, like, mainly that trip made them see that everything was chill, that literally we were just traveling. We were having fun. We were enjoying our time together because, of course, it was very... I mean, it's very hard being apart. So those trips are like the best memories Sam and me we can have together. So that was it. Literally, I talked to them. I explained them everything. I also talked to Sam and I was like, babe, you need to know that also my parents, I mean, they're maybe they're not going to give us lots of permissions as maybe your parents will do if we were in Europe. But you need to know that my parents are cool and my parents are not close. They're really open-minded and they're going to give us like the permission to do whatever we want. And at the end of the story, it was fine because now I think like we can travel and they're even happy when they know we travel. Yeah, I mean, see, the key here is like if you come from different cultures um, or like your couple is from different culture and yours is like to talk to your parents, you know. Of course, I, I didn't have to like, talk with my parents a lot about that because also as I said Europeans are more open-minded and chill but we can leave that for the next um next episode but um, I can yeah your parents are very very cool I like them a lot and as you said now that they're used to us traveling because that's I mean alone because that's for us very important you know since we spend so much time apart and um Yeah, and I think like it was it was worth it for them because at the end they saw first of all that you were a nice girl and secondly they saw that I was capable enough of doing things by myself. So I think it was worth it and they wrote. I think like they wrote like they became even more open-minded 
That's what I yes, think that did. it was worth it for them. Yes, it also helped them because they became more open-minded. And as we mentioned before, that's something positive. That's something good, you know. And um, as you said, they get excited now when we go to trips alone. And um, that... They support us. Basically, they support yes, us. that they support us and that there is any problem. But of course... All of us in this process, we needed to learn me, like I needed to let go of some things and accept, okay, yeah, it's going to be a slow process. They don't think like you, just go with the flow and, you know, just prove to them, my parents-in-law, <laughs> that like I'm a, a nice person, I'm a nice girl and that we both like, you know, you and me are responsible and that they they can trust us, which I think that's very important, you know. Yeah, I know that it's very, very important. But yeah, that, that's the part of the parents. And now passing, I think, like to the last part that actually, again, I think we can link this is how different um, like guys in Mexico we are. Because and you it's not only for my words and my thoughts you always have said it all also that you say that yes. mexicans we are gentlemen <laughs> something that in europe doesn't happen that often why do you say that i, I noticed that like literally the first time i came and that i arrived at the airport and we went to the parking and you opened the door for me of the car yeah. i was like <laughs> why <laughs> I mean it was cute and that it was very nice but I was like why I mean I don't see that in Europe first of all and that was very weird for me I mean I know some guys do it like probably to impress the girl but as I was as the time passed was passing and I was spending more time with you and also still now whenever I come you always open the door for me, even in Europe here, you know, because here I'm the one that's mostly driving and that you still go to my side and open the door for me. But not only of the car, also like the door of the restaurant or the yeah, whatever, whatever like, you know. Yeah. And I was like, how is that possible? I don't see that in Europe. In Europe, like everything's chill. If you're the, if the guy is the first one he enters, if the girl's the first one to enter the restaurant or whatever she does. And like, no one holds the door. I mean, I know it sounds rude, but, but we are not rude. We are nice people. But yeah, that was very, very surprising for me. You know, I was shocked, but, but also like, um, Whenever we walk on the street, you know, you always put me on the, on which side? On the side. The side of the wall. Yeah, on the side of the wall on the sidewalk. But that's mainly because of security, I think, in Mexico. Um, because, like, I noticed that here, whenever we're in Europe, you don't do that as often because it's not, it's safe, you know, it's much safer than in Mexico. So I noticed that. And yeah, those are like the differences yeah, I noticed. And it's not the first time I, I hear that also when I went to Europe that I was in France that we were living in Dijon. I realized that guys, um, they never used to, I mean, just few of them, they used to open doors to girls or do the things like usually for me are normal. And I don't know, also, again, I think that's a traditional thing, but actually that's something I'm happy and I'm proud about Mexicans because we... 
it's our tradition to be very like a gentleman, you know, to behave like a gentleman, not not only with our couple, you know, you, not only with our girlfriend, also we do it with our friends, we do it with our family members, we do it with us. An unknown girl, literally, for example, if I'm going somewhere, let's say, oh, I go to the pharmacy and there's a girl coming behind me um, and I realize that this girl is coming behind me, I move myself to the side so I leave the girl pass first or if there's a door, I open the door for a girl, even though if I know, I don't know the girl. But that's literally like a cultural thing. And also about like the security, yes, we are used to mainly because of security that every time that we're walking only with a girl, we put the girl on the side of the wall, mainly because of security, because, you know, like thieves or you know, whoever wants to rob us, passes next to us, at least the girl is on the wall. I mean, that's actually very sad, but at the end of the story, it's because of security. And in Europe, I'm, sometimes I do it, sometimes not. But the thing is, like, in Europe, I know everything is safe, and that you are safe, so there's no such a need to put you on the side of the wall the whole time. No, yeah, I mean, when I noticed that in Europe you you're not doing it as much i was like well but why are you not like putting me next to the wall when we walk or like that i walk next to the wall and you were like because of security and i was like oh so that's the thing you know that's why in mexico i always have to walk where the wall is or where the house the fence is mm, most part of the time yeah, yeah most then part of the i realized then I realized why. But with the gentleman part, actually, that's very cute, very nice. And I like that about you. And also, that's a very nice thing that Mexicans you have as a cultural thing. And I think everyone should should have that. But yeah, Sally, we're not the same, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I mean... I mean, to all those guys that are not Mexicans and you're listening to us, if you do it, good job. Great for you. You're doing a great job. If you don't do it, um, as a guy, I can tell you, you should start doing it. You you win points, man. Literally, like, you win points <laughs> with girls. So you start doing it and, you know, girls, is gonna, girls are going to love that because since in our countries, I mean, it's not that common then it, it will be very nice, you know, like if you start doing it. And also something now I'm going to talk to to Mexicans, uh, something we do and also Sam realized it when she, when she came was that whenever we used to go out to a restaurant or to a bar or something, for Mexicans, and I'm going to talk about Mexicans right now, there are some guys that they think that the guy should pay everything, every single time. I mean, yes, once, twice, the third time, it's okay. I mean, it's cute whenever we pay for the food, we pay for the drinks, we pay for whatever we're doing. But there are some people that, of course, and I'm sorry, but their parents taught them, in the case of girls, that whenever a guy wants to go on a date with her, the guy needed to pay for everything to prove that the guy has, you know, this desire of being with this girl. Okay? You know, that the guy oh really cares God. about this girl. Because, I don't know, for me, it's really stupid to think that if we want to prove the girl that we care about this girl, we need to pay. Like, why will we have to pay for, a si for every single thing and spend literally money just to prove that we care about this girl it's it's not okay i mean it's that's an old thought and i'm sorry if 
someone of here, things on this way, but no, girls are also capable enough for paying for their things, okay? They're capable enough. And yes. guys, come on, also, like, you, you should pay, like, a couple of times, but not every single time, because the thing is, like, what you're creating is a dependence on an economical way of the girl, because the girl is going to be like, okay, the guy pays literally for everything every single time, then he's the one that needs to pay the whole time. No, that's not okay. That's so sad, because then, like, as you said, they create, like, a economical de dependency, is that how you say Yeah, and then the girl is gonna be like, maybe later in life, if the wife is like thinking, oh, so wait, I'm I'm economically depending of my husband, but that's not okay. And I seriously don't understand why, but as you said, it's like an old thought. But I mean, it's cute if they, let's say, if a guy and a girl or a couple goes on their first date out and the guy wants to pay because he, like, the first date and he, because he wants to impress the girl, that's cute, I think. And if he wants... Yeah, that, that's that cute. one is okay. That's cute. But come yeah. on. So going to, like, all dates and the guy should pay or, like, even groceries or shopping or that he has to constantly buy stuff to the girl... That's not okay. I mean, that's not normal for me. And I was like, Felipe was explaining me that, that actually, like, people do that in Mexico. And I was like, that's not, I mean, no, it's not how, I was surprised, you know. No, I, definitely I was shocked. not. But yeah, and what we do is like, one time if we go out on a, on a date, I pay. The next time he pays, the same with groceries. We go one day, he pays, another day, I pay. And it's the same with our trips that we take alone. Like, we we calculate the cost of the trip, like the whole cost. And then we see, oh, we split it in half and see who's going to pay what, you know. And we've been doing that since the beginning of our relationship. Yeah, because you, you need to split expenses. Yes, and it's working for us. And yeah. We contribute the same. Yeah, we contribute the same. So, yeah, that, that's something actually, in my opinion, should change in Mexico. And if it happens in other countries of Latin America, I also think that that should change because that's definitely an old way of thinking. And that's yeah, why you old. have, I mean, it happens in Mexico, that that's why you have a lot of times in families that the girl, well, the mom, doesn't work, okay? And the only one that works is the, 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 the parent, you know, the, the dad. And the that, that creates, yeah, the husband, exactly, I'm sorry, yeah, the husband. That, that creates a dependency on an economical way from the girl. And that starts since when, when they were a couple, because she got used to that every single mm -hmm. time he was the one that used to pay for everything, And that she was thought that once she used to get a man, she could be chill and relaxed and not even working because that's the thing. And that's a problem. And that that's something that creates a, yeah, a dependency on the girl about the man. So that's, be yeah, because the wife is gonna, the wife is thinking, oh, my husband's gonna take care of me. So that's. Like the main exactly, and point that's a why. problem. No, but also me personally, I wouldn't like. I would feel super bad about myself and 
sad, disappointed. I don't know how to express myself, but like it wouldn't be okay if Felipe was paying for every single meal, for every single grocery shop, for or like even if I wanted something like a clothing piece or jewelry or shoes or whatever and that I'm like oh yeah you like you have to buy it for me because you're the guy or like that he that he goes and buys it no because that's not how you're supposed to do things you should be independent you know and also what always my mom has like told me and taught me is like don't don't depend of of a man's you know of economically of a man so meaning like you have your own money and you pay your own things and don't let the guy always pay for you and basically take care of you economically because you know you are able and capable enough of doing that on your own for yourself you know but since like of course we are a couple we 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 both agreed okay one time you pay the other time I pay and that's that has worked perfectly fine for us and we're gonna keep doing that because I think that's fair enough, you know? Yeah, that's fair enough. That had worked amazingly for us. And I think like if you if you have a couple, even if you're not on a long distance relationship or if you your couple is from your same nationality, you should start doing it. Believe me, it's worth it. You as a guy, you're gonna help the girl to believe that the girl is capable enough of doing that and you as a girl you're gonna make yourself believe that you're capable enough of everything and also you're gonna make the guy see that he that you don't need a man to be happy and to literally support yourself yeah to sustain and that's yourself. very important yeah to sustain yourself girls you're capable enough of doing whatever you want you're capable enough of doing things even better than men so yes. start believing in that yeah exactly. yes you are start believing yeah. that i completely agree <laughs> <laughs> i know but um but yeah that that was mainly what we had prepared for today um today's topic and I think next uh, Friday's topic, they are going to be a bit polemic because, of course, there's always a bit of polemic on these topics that are difference of cultures because, of course, people are gonna, some people are going to think like us, some others are going to be like, oh, I don't agree with what you're saying. But that's the thing. That's why we're recording this podcast because we want to say what we think and we want to share it with everyone else. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fine if you disagree with us it's fine if you agree with us but we just talked from our personal experiences and from like in my case from my personal cultural shock that I got when I you know came to Mexico the first time but yeah we just expressed our opinions to that but yeah, um, as I was saying, uh, that's what we had ready for today. That was our topic. And we hope that you had liked it. Uh, we hope that maybe you found something of interest for you, something that you say, oh, you know what, I'm going to change this or something that you say, oh, you know what, I'm not going to change this. I don't know. You're free to do to do and believe whatever you want. But yeah, so thank you so much for listening to us. Again, remember to follow us on Instagram at Lovaladijanas Podcast. And you know that you can find this podcast on iTunes and Spotify. And of course, that you can email us whatever inquiry you might have with us. 
And nothing more than saying thank you so much. Um, it's been already, uh, I think, a month that we've been recording this podcast and we are happy. And yeah, as Felipe said, like hopefully you learned something from this podcast episode, um, something useful. And also thank you very much from my part. Um, hope you liked it. And yes, next Friday we're going to be with the new topic. Yeah, next Friday we're going to be with a new topic. Uh, we wish you a very nice weekend, a very nice week. And we hope to have you back again next Friday, ready to listen to your favorite podcast, Love a Ladijones. Bye-bye.